Good morning this morning, and welcome to our devotional on this Friday morning. Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. We have been continuing our study on the Feast of First Fruits, God's timing and God's seasons. According to the book of Ecclesiastic, there is a purpose for everything that God does under the sun. And the Old Testament, especially the feast and the tabernacle, the laws, everything was after a pattern, after shadows, types, figures, all of these things have meaning that are applicable for our spiritual walk that pertain to Christ and his first coming and then also his sacrifice. And they're also a prophetic in nature of many of the things that are yet to be fulfilled. We have mentioned that Jesus is called the first fruits of those that are risen or resurrected from the dead, and that how he went into heaven and how he presented his blood, taking the shadow and the types of the first fruit, the feast of first fruits, of actually what was accomplished and uh, following that pattern from the scripture. Then we find out that Jesus wound up going up there where he had told uh, Mary Magdalene not to uh, delay him. Uh, he needed to ascend. And she went and told the rest of the disciples. Now, here's some food for thought. If Jesus is our high priest, which he is, according to the book of Hebrews in chapter 4, uh, we have such a high priest that, you know, he, he has actually transcended the heavens and he has been touched with every possible weakness that we could have known or infirmity of the body and of the spirit and of the soul. And he is acquainted with us. So because he is our high priest, we are given the invitation to go into the Holy of Holies with boldness when we come. But here's my question. If he is after the order of Melchizedek, the new priesthood, which was uh, <clears throat> brought in by an oath that God made directly to him, that you are uh, a priest after the order of Melchizedek, and Aaron's priesthood, and the Levites, basically, uh, it ended at the point when the veil was torn in the sense that the introduction of a new one was coming in. Then we have to ask the question, if he is a high priest, who are the priests that serve along with him? Because that's exactly what things were done during the time of Aaron while he was the high priest that went into the Holy of Holies once a year, Jesus Christ is now our high priest, our mediator. He's our Lord. He's our intercessor. He's got all these different positions in heaven for us, for the body of Christ, for the church now. Therefore, the scripture says, according to the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 11, but Christ has become a high priest. Of good things to come. Good things to come. That means there's a whole lot of things that are good that are, are yet to come. And by a greater and more perfect tabernacle. Not made with hands. Okay. The tabernacle meaning that temporary place where uh, Moses and the priests used to minister. Now that has become the place where right now Jesus, along with those that have been raised from the dead, those that have 
uh, died and gone to heaven in that aspect, not not the resurrection, uh, with the exception of the first fruits of those that went up. He is presently there. He is our high priest. Where are the rest of the priest? It says, and made with hands, that is to say, not of this building. In the book of Revelation, in chapter 1, verse 6, it says, And has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So in heaven, when John has his vision in the revelation of Christ, this is one of the things that he mentions. But in chapter 5, in verse 10, now the doorway into heaven has been opened up and he's called to ascend to come up yonder. And it says, And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. I believe that our preparation of seven years in heaven is a preparation not only for the judgment of the believer, the Bema judgment, and not only for... <clears throat> the rewards to be handed out. But it is going to be a time of training. It's going to be a time of the wedding feast of the Lamb. It's going to be a time of preparation of each and every one as a priest or as a king or both that when we return with Christ back here on earth and are here on the earth for a thousand years, that we will be with him already prepared. We're not going to be prepared when we get back here on earth and get taught what to do. But during those seven years will be part of our preparation time that will be taking place. Now you may say, well, why do you mention that? Well, if we were to take the types and the shadows and the patterns of the Old Testament and all the figures, there's some verses there we want to look at. But let's look at one more in Revelation chapter 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no part or no power, no authority. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. So that means at the end of, at the end of, this seven-year period, we descend back with him upon the earth. So if we were to look at the scriptures to find a pattern or something that would help us understand this, then we look at the book of Levi, or Leviticus chapter 8, verse 33. There's actually the whole chapter uh, is interesting to read. It talks about the consecration of Aaron and his sons. And it says in verse 33, And you shall not go out of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation in seven days until the days of your consecration be at an end. For seven days shall he consecrate you. Now those of you that have been with us and have been following, we talked about where one year can be a thousand, excuse me, one day can be a thousand years with the Lord, just as one day can be one week and one week can be one day, uh, depending on the prophetic uh, scale of where things are at. So is it possible, ask yourself the question, ponder it, is it possible 
that the consecration that would take place of the priest, the Levitical priesthood here on earth with Aaron and those that were to follow, that that was a pattern of what was to be of good things to come in the future for the body of Christ when we get raptured up or when we are in heaven. Right now we prepare to do some of these things by offering the sacrifices of our lips, the tithes and the gifts that we give unto God uh, through whatever means. All of this is part of, but I believe that our final training will be up in heaven to prepare us for that 1,000 years that we will be reigning with him here on the earth. It says in verse uh, 35, Leviticus 8.35, Therefore shall you abide at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation day and night, seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord that you die not, for so I have commanded. Now it says in the scripture there that during that time they also uh, were to partake of a special meal during that time. Is it possible that Jesus, in reference not only to the wedding feast, but basically to the consecrating and the prepar pre preparation of the saints uh, into priests, uh, that he said in Matthew twenty six twenty nine, But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth from this fruit of the vine until that day. When I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Consider it food for thought and for the imagination. May you search some of these things out. And may the Lord just enlighten your heart, your mind, and your spirit. To what he needs to quicken to you this very day. The Lord bless you in Jesus name. Amen.